I actually don't think until I learned about human design and particularly that center that I had a, a concept that people could experience the world differently than I do in that way. I don't think I was aware of that particular aspect of the way that I move through the world. And looking back on it, I would say it's kind of interesting because I actually grew up with a mom with a completely open G center. And I think I took on some of that conditioning in a way, like every time I would kind of boldly show up as like, this is my direction. This is where I belong. This is who I am. She would kind of be like, are you sure? Why not give this a try? So it was, it was kind of interesting. Yeah. And so then I would kind of be like, oh, oh, I guess I can't be sure about this. are practical conversations about real-life experiences with human design woven throughout, just like a tapestry of our human experience, but threaded in a new language. Featuring projector AC Brown, generator Rachel Lieberman, manifesting generator Jasmine Kenna, and me, your manifester, Vanessa Henry. You, me, we're in this together. Let's listen to each other. You're listening to each other a human design-centered podcast featuring an ensemble of energy types. Well, today we're talking about the undefined G-Center versus the defined G-Center. So two of us have defined Gs, right? The generators, and two of us do not, the non-sacrals. I think we really got to go into how much this affects the experience. I, You know, we kind of have a business flow going this season, so I think that we can really talk about how that relates to business. As somebody with an undefined G, I've had some experiences with identity here and the things that I do, but I really find that I don't ever shed any of them, but I collect them into something that is like a mosaic over time. So I'm really interested to hear everybody else's G-centered experience and what they notice. But if we could go to AC, because she's totally open. She's a a mere G-center. I'm very interested to hearing what that's like to experience. (sighs) I mean, ask me a question like, I don't know. Who are you? <laughs> well, today, I <laughs> today, no. Uh, so here's the thing. This is what I'll say about this from a complete. Uh, you know, I was just it's just wide open. I like to say that I've always surprisingly, even when I was in junior high, high school, I always considered myself like a muse and a chameleon. Because I could always adapt um, anywhere I went, everywhere I went. Um, for, like in high school, I was popular, but I never had a friend group, but I was cool with everybody. Ooh, that was me. Yeah. Like I was cool with everybody, the athletes, the emo kids, the band people, um, the popular people, like all of that stuff. I was pop- like people knew me, but I just was like solo dolo, like kind of thing. Interested about your fifth line here, because as a six, two, who was kind of like a three, two in high school, I felt like I could get along with anyone, but I didn't feel like I particularly had a core group, but I kind of moved between groups. However, I think there was a perception of me that I belonged to a certain group, but I didn't particularly feel that way. Was there any perceptions of like, I would say that I would say, I would say that in college, I was like, it was, it's very interesting in college. I did not 
think I, so there was a little part of me that of course thought I was like the shit, of course, but I was, I really wasn't like completely held on that. But then I never forget this. Never forget this. It was a, one of like the student advisors and he used to go to the school. He was very popular and I dressed really, really well in college. Never wore the same thing twice. Always like I was very much into fashion, like a lot and never wore the same thing twice. Always had like my own style, everything. And I remember because I used to work at Banana Republic. So I had this. It was such a, oh, such a nice, nice leather jacket. It was like back and that was back then it was like eleven hundred dollars. So and I got a discount. So I got my discount wore and I never forget that upperclassman student advisor was like, yo, you are so fly. So fly. I love that coat. It's buttery leather. It's like buttery soft. And I was like, thank you. And then my one of my sweet mates, because we had sweets, she was like, I mean, it's okay. And he was like, no, it's not just okay. It's fly as fuck. And like, I would just notice people like getting very like semi-jealous or having these little like little pings and I would be like why are you like that because I never treated anybody like that like I never was like I'm all that bow down but I understand though now that that's how I always carried myself and I didn't realize that so I've always carried myself very very like everything was beneath me (laughs) like fighting, arguing, like it was just beneath me. Like I didn't have time for like petty little things. Like it was always beneath me. And so I was just like, you know, like, oh, okay. Somebody doesn't like me. Oh, well, let me go ask them about it. Like I was, I was just that type of person. Like I would literally be like, I heard you don't like me. Totally understand. But we have to like get this done together. Like it was a group project or something like that. People would walk up to me didn't like me and wanted to start fighting me. See, manifester. Like in the middle of the hallway. Yeah, middle of the hallway. In junior high, I had a couple of instances where people wanted to fight me. And because that was beneath me, I would go get my older cousins, be like, oh, such and such, they wanted to fight me after school. And my older cousins would be like, oh, we'll take care of it. Just meet me at the bus stop. Yeah. And then I would do that. And then we're like, yep, we took care of it. <laughs> like, oh, just that's just how it was. Yeah. My older six two sister, I was in grade nine, she was in grade twelve. She would come around the hallway and then that shit would evaporate quick. Like everyone would scurry away from me because she she had a little bit of respect, I think. And senior and you're fucking with her sister and she'd come around and they would scatter, you know? Yeah. Street cred, yeah. I remember someone in junior high school, um, middle school was very we, we used to dress like tomboys a little bit. And so my mom would buy me a new pair of sneakers probably like every week, every other week. Jesus. And so one week I had a pair of sneakers and then this other girl got the same pair. And I was like, oh, look at you biting off of me. <laughs> like, cop. <laughs> and so she got Casey. mad and she was well, like, yeah. she's like, oh, I'm going to fight Rude. you. And then I told my cousin, she was like, it's taken care of. It's handled. <laughs> like <laughs> Olivia Pope, like it's handled. It's fine. Yeah. yeah so that's my high school and college experience as an open G meaning that I always blended in. Let's take you, let's take you into the court. Let's take you to the corporate world and let's go into your, your oh my career God. and how that, how the G evolved through your career. That was, I think that was, I think to be, to be quite honest with you, I think that actually did me more harm 
because I never wanted to be a part. You wouldn't seem I wasn't the girl like especially, you know, the sales culture. And, you know, Vanessa or anybody who's been in sales is very like mm-hmm. male masculine let's go after work and get drinks we had a great sale blah 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 blah. yeah that was i wasn't going you wouldn't see me there i love that i wasn't there i didn't go oh i would have been there for sure i love that shit wall street no it was and it wasn't like i didn't want to go but i always knew i didn't want to be at the company so why like pretend and like go like break bread with these people because i like this is work and that's it and what did me a disservice and a little bit because I never was a part of the team completely. Like I just wanted to go and do my job because for me, I know I knew I didn't want to have a career here. Like I wanted to, I always had a business on the side or something. This was always just a means to an end. So that's how it was for me. Like I never, like, I don't want to like break bread with you all. I don't want to be friends. I'm here to work. If it's required for me to be here, I will but I don't want to come after work. I don't want to do all of that. I, I never feel comfortable doing that. As an undefined G person, but I'm also transpersonal. I'm a six conscious and you're a three and I'm wondering what, what that has to do with it. I really found the relationships around me were essential. If I think back to like my competitive time in business, it was never like competing against, like it was, it was very friendly competition. Like I got this and that, and then going for drinks. And it was like, how are you doing? We're not, okay. And then like sharing tips and trading information. If I didn't, like, I realize I'm contained oracle, but if I didn't have that, I don't think I would be interested in like the selling and going out. Like I, there's something about me that does really like the camaraderie and sharing, getting the tips and what works for you. And I, I also really like encouraging someone, you know, if I can't figure it out, I love coming in and be like, okay, here's what works for me. What have you tried? Like, you know, I, I would say I actually got more out of the interpersonal relationships than I did with some clients. Like it wasn't always about like who my client was I was selling to, but who I work alongside that doesn't really interfere with my work, but they are doing their own thing. We're in the same kind of culture. So what's the define G experience around stuff like this? Well, I, I mean, your experience and AC is about like not really feeling like a part of the group, but like having all the friends and like being like kind of floating. I, I had that exact, very, very similar experience. Um, but I would say that I had it, I always had a deep sense of self and I belonged to myself, you know, like, so maybe that's where the difference is. Like I, I never, I didn't have a feeling of like, I'm missing out by not being like, or a sense of like, Oh, I should try harder to be in this group or whatever. I have no interest in it. Like I belong to myself. I do what I want, how I want, when I want. And I, I don't ever like really like once I have a feeling about or something is like incited in me about who I am, then that's who I am. And that's the direction I'm going. And you can't really like get me off the track of that. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, I do. I have a uh, my other show, The Ego Show with Jazz Moon. I really get into the defined heart and the undefined G and the undefined heart and the defined, all the combinations in there. Um, because I really see the heart as like protecting the self. And Mm -hmm. even though like my G center is different than yours, I, I didn't ever really like not know who I was. Like that was not a feeling that's like, comes to me. Who am I? Like, it's more so like, where am I going? Where am I going? Um, right. But I, I also want to say, like, I was raised by a mom with a lit up G center. All the gates are on. Like, and so 
I have to be significantly conditioned by that, you know? Oh, for sure. That's something that I think about a lot lately. Like who is, what's my mother's identity and what, what kind of family are all those things that like maybe came from her? Well, which ones live inside me, but maybe don't actually belong to me. Right. But she has an undefined heart. And I wouldn't say is like necessarily leads so with does confidence. my mom define G undefined yeah. heart. Yeah. And my mom is an emotional generator. Yeah. My mom's sacral. Yeah. So she, people were so freaking drawn to my mom. Like I've never seen and all the yeah. time. So annoying. oh God, they were drawn. My mom was a fun mom. Oh. My mom was a hot mom. Yeah. My mom's moms. We love fun, hot moms. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Oh, you want to dance and party? Come it's to the mini house. I'm like, uh, no, that's not <laughs> what we're doing here, people. My mom was like, get the fuck out of my, yeah, get the fuck off my property. <laughs> There's none of that at this house. This is a, the, yeah. But you know, what's so interesting that you said that my mom is an MG, emotional MG. The only open center she has is her G center. Ooh. She has no energy there and she has eight other defined centers. Wow. So she always had this feeling or the feeling I got from her and especially when she wasn't around me was that she was looking. She was always looking like, where is my spot? What's my right place? Like what or like, and, and so, but when she and I are together, she's all, she always feels really good, you know, and she feels, yeah. So that's, that's interesting. Cause you've talked about her in regards to like, is there an indigenous journey or not a black journey or not a mm-hmm. white journey or not? So that, suddenly gets yeah. very interesting to me too and where she's going to relate to and to yeah she's tried on a lot of things you know and, and and a lot of times like when she has like her low you know maybe she's like in her like wave like her low part of her wave or whatever it's very much like this feeling of unsureness about her belonging mm-hmm. and you can you, and, she, and she says yeah. that like i don't know if they wanted me to come i had a feeling that i wasn't I wasn't invited or, you know, oh. I shouldn't be there. And I'm like, what, why would you have that's a made, that's made up? Like it's a made up feeling, but it's just because it's not clicking. I think for her, like she's not yeah. sure footed about it. And I never, I don't ever have that feeling. Like I don't yeah. ever, well, if I go some, like wherever I go, I'm like, here I am. And this is exactly yeah. what I should be doing. That's yeah. interesting that you say that. Cause my mom has a defined G, but she has a completely open throat. And mm. so she's the youngest of eight and that's all she's been. She always like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm. But it was always like fighting for her voice. Yeah. In that yeah. process of knowing where she was going. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's go to our vessel of love with her lit up G center. And let's see what uh, is illuminated through her perspective. Rachie. Yeah, I think I actually don't think until. I learned about human design and particularly that center that I had a a concept that people could experience the world differently than I do in that way. I don't think I was aware of that particular aspect of the way that I moved through the world. And looking back on it, I would say it's kind of interesting because I actually grew up with a mom with a completely open G center. And I think I took on some of that conditioning in a way, like every time I would kind of boldly show up as like, this is my direction. This is where I belong. This is who I am. She would kind of be like, are you sure? Why not give this a try? So it was, it was kind of interesting. (laughs) Fuck, mom. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I would kind of be like, oh, oh, I guess I can't be sure about this. This I I can't open heart over here. Undefined throat. Yeah. The, the safety person is saying, are you sure? It's like, well, no, I'm absolutely not sure now, I guess. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, like when I was much younger, but now looking back on it, I think like when you're talking about friend groups and things like that, 
I think I was very locked into like where I belonged and I, Mm. and it was almost like the other people didn't exist in a way. It was like the people who weren't that the people that I vibed with, they were there and it wasn't like I didn't see them, but I was just like, Oh, those people. And, and I had this kind of like this concept that no one knew, like no one was watching me. Cause I was just so like, and this, there's a lot of things that might cause this might be like a one threeness. It might be an open heart experience of like, wait, people are watching me. But then I kind of found out that everyone was always like that people were competing with me and I didn't know that. And, or cause I was like really good at school. It was just like, that was such a weird experience. And you're incredibly likable. So I could see how that would, Mm -hmm. some people would be envious of that. Well, exactly. So now when I look back on it, I do think that I had a really, I had kind of like a big and very solid friend group. And in a lot of ways, I think probably a lot of those people were undefined G's, the ones that I know of. And I think I was like the center of that in, in many ways. It was kind of like, this is what we're doing. This is like what we're like. I think people just gravitated toward me. Like I, it, it would often be like, I had a lot of friends and all these different things. And then they would meet each other through me and then become friends. Mm-hmm. So there was like a lot of that that went on. Yeah. That's so defined G to me. Yeah. You, you know what I find too? And um, I have a few manifesting generator friends who yeah. have undefined G's and they struggle. Interesting because of the energy dynamic. Like they get very upset when things change and when Mm. things don't feel good and when they don't know what they're doing i mean like literal breakdown that's my mom and it's like whoa yeah what the like it's like just surrender i'm like in me i'm open to you i'm like just surrender just you know just relax (laughs) Surrender. it's all happening it's all happening it's all happening for you and they're like i need to know what i'm doing and i need to know what's happening and i feel so lost and i feel so the volume of energy they have right like i mean it's in over it's overwhelming i'm just like just Woo, woo, woo. Come on. Just, yeah. just calm down. Like this is how, like, and I've tried to explain to them, like, listen, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. You, you just don't know. And they're like, yeah, I can't live like this. Can you like, imagine? I can't live being, like this. Yeah. Can they you, feel can very you undone. Being, having in response and the, the energy output that comes with that, the potentials and what you can handle. And then you can manifest like you have manifesting, like just the energy coursing through an MG. And then the openness there. Whoa. I can see how that could be a lot. But at the same time, to me, looking from the outside in, I think that that's actually kind of a gift. I think it's because you can because you can manifest and go. It's like, just go. Don't worry about if you're going to finish or if it's going to change. Just initiate and like do it. And, but if but, it doesn't feel good to like be in that, in that liminal space, you know, of like not knowing. Yeah. Right. That's the problem. They don't have what I've noticed is that when they don't have the surety of the endpoint, that's what gets them like really, really fucked up yeah. where they're like, oh, well, I don't know what's going to happen. It, it's literally like I've seen friends like have like breakdowns and I'm just like, okay, girl, like, just relax. Like yeah. it might change next week. And they're like, it shouldn't change. I need to know. And I'm just like, 
Yeah. I I find that like my open G people like go through like this, this like really hard transitions, you know, like my, my lover, whatever he'll like go, he comes from California and he comes to Key West and that like three weeks before he's like settled in to Key West, it's like, he's completely upended. He's like, I don't know. Everything is a disaster. None of this is going to work. I don't feel good. He's a manifesting generator generator. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 He's a generator and he will be like, this feels like a wet glove. Like this is terrible. This is a terrible scene. But but then all of a sudden it will like, it'll just all click and he'll have all the pieces, like the place that he wants to live, the, you know, like the friends are back. I read the jobs are lined up, like everything's happening. And he's like smooth sailing. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Well, you know what it is too? I think with open G's in general, not, I don't know about the manifesting generator, but I think generators, projectors, and manifestors and reflectors, it feels a little bit more easier to us. We know when our time is over with people, with locations, with jobs, with situations. Like we know when it's like coming to an end. I don't always know that. Not always, but I sometimes can start feeling it in my body. I mean, you got a timing thing. You got to get some, you have some interesting that's definition right. though. So that's true. Like sometimes for me, like that's it. Things are ending and I haven't realized it yet. You know, really? Yeah. Cause then I have a, then I have a moment where I'm like, you know, do you yeah. think that might, that might be because of your defined throat? I don't know. You know, I come with so much mental energy that I'm always trying to understand what's happening here. What went wrong? What went- like relax. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like there's so much initiating there that mm-hmm. you are, you're not feeling it first because you're in the process of doing things. Totally. I I don't ever, ever feel things as they're happening. I really wish people gave me more space for this because I notice that whenever someone's before me or we're going through something or whatever the thing is, I'm focused on them, not on my feelings. And if I'm processing or what I, right, so right, right, I right, need right. to completely de- hold them and whatever they're going through, whether they're mad at me or, or and I'm then detach, then detach. How do I feel about this now that I'm in my own aura and that I have missed that a lot in earlier years. And now that I do that, I feel like I see a lot more, but I'm not, I'm slower interestingly like i take my time to make decisions now instead of just like blazing and doing things yeah interestingly that, mm. do you think that's your open um solar plexus though even open solar because i i have that yeah. emotionally like i'm like i need to detach like i i can only i can feel someone else's like oh this is what you need me to say or what you want me to say or what you want me to feel in this moment and if i just go with that flow i'll end up like doing a whole thing that, and then when I'm alone, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do any of those things. Like I have to like recant everything I just said. Mm. So now, yeah, I don't know. I always thought it was my emotions. I can't decide things with my emotions. <laughs> like I, like they need to clear, they need to go through me and clear out yeah. of me and then I can make a decision. Yeah. Mm. But that's my detaching process. Like I can't do yeah. it in the moment. Like I have to go and like be in my own aura or I have no idea what the hell is happening. Sometimes though, I do need someone to talk it out with. I do. Sometimes that's that person, but sometimes it's someone who could just hold me, you know? Yeah. But I want to talk about a kind of other little influence here that I feel very um, intensely in my body about the G center. I plug into Derek's G center and it doesn't matter where we are that like home is like whatever to me. It totally is just wherever he is. If he's there, that's where we are. 
like, it's like, that is my whole thing, my whole thing, my whole thing. That's how we can be in a hotel, in a motor home. It's like, is he here? Mm-hmm. Then I'm, I'm at home. And does anybody have the love book by Rayu Ruhu? No. no, I got this. And I was like, great. I'm designed to love Derek more than me. I hate that. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you're welcome. Oh, oh, I'm so confident with that defined heart. That's very interesting though, because I, I feel very like, I don't have that. I, sometimes I wish I had that flexibility home for me is a very specific place. Like I cannot. And like, I've been watching 90 day fiance and I see these people who are, Oh God, (laughs) my mom watches that. We're about to like, you know, give up, they give up everything. They move across the world. I'm like, Oh my God, what a nightmare. Like I I would would never, never, never. never. I love love. And and I understand, like, I understand why people would do that. And I think on some level I would want to, and I, or in my earlier life, I wanted to be able to do that kind of thing, but there was always like something. And I moved around a lot when I was in my like early twenties, but there was always something. And I think this is like kind of that G center. It was like, literally, it was like a pull back here. Like it was like this, no, that's my home. And it was like, it was like a rubber band that was stretching too far. And finally I just like pushed it to the limit and it went like, and I just ended up back here. And I'm, Mm. and now I'm just like, no, I will not like for me to entertain going somewhere else. I'm going to need, really need to feel that my you yeah, know, my crystal there has chosen something else. That's how cool. it is for me. I mean, moving with me moving to Charlotte, North hey. Carolina, which is like, what the fuck? Why are you moving there? Because so I mean, to other people, it may seem like that's such an odd place to move. Not saying that wasn't that astrophotography wasn't wasn't it selected? It, well, it's on my Neptune line. Fine. But I also have a urge, which Jupiter's transiting my fourth house to connect more to my maternal roots. Ooh. That's where my grandmother's from, North Carolina. Ooh. And so it's that's nice. now. Right. And so it's funny because my mom was we were talking and she <laughs> and she was like, because I'm going to be in Charlotte. And then so where my grandmother's from. Um, which is from a little town, maybe about an hour and a half from Charlotte. My mom was like, yeah, I can't wait to shoot. My mom, me and my mom never really talk about my talents, gifts, really, unless she like wants a reading, which is really crazy because she's always like bothering me. She's like, come on, I need a reading. I'm like, leave me alone, lady. Um, (laughs) But she had made a comment while we were on FaceTime and she was like, yeah, I can't wait to take you so I can show you where you get your powers from. Oh, I love that. And I was like, okay, I have full body tingles. Pause. I'm let me just declare my excitement here. <laughs> AC's going to learn more about where her fucking family comes from and where her powers come from with her open G. Yes. Right. Document so not wait. Do you need a I show? Say, yeah, I'm going to document this. So the reason why I bring that up is because I feel the pull going to the like going to that place and i've never really felt that before and everything is be is so it's like the roads are opening everything's been so easy with me finding a place getting approved like everything's been very smooth interesting that's how you know hey that's like right and it's just like okay i guess i'm supposed to be here and then i'm still questioning well why am i supposed to be here can't wait to find out and so it's still like a kind of it's exciting, but it's also 
very anxiety driven at the same time because of my own blocks and things like that, that I'm, you know, when it comes to like moving and security and all of that stuff. So I say that to say that I think also two open G's might have transition problems depending on where they're coming from and where they're going to. And if you do, then maybe you can try and just figure out where that's coming from. And with me having a completely open G, it's even more like just a lot. I really notice with you, and I always feel like I'm hearing your open G is you say things like in my family or we're this way, like the identity of the family becomes louder than the the personal identity so much. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm this way or I do this. It's always like in my family, we we're well to do in my family. We come from, you know, that's a lot of the language. And I'm always like, is she just mirroring? Is she reflecting that? Like, right. This is the environment of this is the type of people we are here. That's what we do here. You know? Absolutely. I thought we would go more of a business conversation with this, but it's a G center. I should have known we'd be like, love identity. (laughs) Hmm. I mean, business wise, I think if we want to touch on that, I really don't. <laughs> it's like I change shit all the time. I, this this right. This is what I do notice. I am very quick. People what I, who don't know about human design, they look at me when I'm like when I'm done with a and I think this is a three five thing as well. But when I'm literally physically over something. I can feel like, all right, it's time to hang up, hang up this time to move on. Like, I don't like staying in situations business wise that I don't I just don't want to do. Like, I'll switch careers in a second or I'll change direction in a a heartbeat. And people like, oh, I thought you used to do this. Like, nope. I like when I was stopped doing photography, it literally was. I can't do this anymore. And then literally two weeks later, I sold all of my camera equipment. Well, like done. And I was just like, Mm-mm. she done. No, nope, I don't. They're like, you don't do, uh, you know, and I had people coming to me. I was like, Mm-mm, let me send you to somebody else. I'm over it. Yep. I don't want to be recognized for this anymore. Correct. Mm-hmm. I have a question. What about the, tra- like the traveling? All my open G friends are like, on the move. Like they want to go check out places. They want to get do stuff. And I like to travel, but I also like to be like, well, where are we going? And like, let's just stay. Mm. Like, I know like if I went to Europe, I'd be like, well, I'm just in like, I'm just in a French villa. I could go there to the French villa for three months and just stay in the French villa. Like, I don't oh, need to no. go like exploring stuff. That yeah. Would be like, me. I'm like, I'm in the town or if I go to a new city and I'm like, Oh, when I was in Charleston, I'm like, look at this bar. I could just be in this. Like I found, like I'm Uh, so happy here. So, Hey, like, yeah, it's all about the, the hard maybe. And it's for the community here. What's here, 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 you know? Right. Yeah. My Valley self is like, no, people are like, did you see anything there? And I'm like, um, not a lot. I mean, I didn't like go to any of the stuff. I just like found the place that I liked and stayed there the whole time. Yeah. Like if money wasn't an object for me, I would, I mean, one of my dreams when I was a kid was to live in hotels. Like I love, Oh, that's my, my kid. That's my kid. Oh God. Never. I would never do that. Yeah. I hate it. I love the hotel experience. I love beautiful luxurious hotels where they have great staff and it's just fabulous like i would live in a hotel and just 
travel from hotel to hotel and of course have a home somewhere but just like I, I love that like going to a new hotel and seeing the city and then leaving and then going somewhere else like I do like I used to travel a lot when I was younger but and I was supposed to you know have a year of travel in 2020 but unfortunately um, that changed um but I'm I'm, I'm gonna do more traveling this year because I really miss being on a plane I love yeah, airplane yeah, yeah, food. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so weird. I love I a love plane it. experience too. I used, to, I used to do little short little jaunts a lot like that. And it was like, I just don't, nobody talk to me. Let me look at the clouds. I put my little music on. No one's interrupting me. I have my little experience with my magazines or my laptop. Yeah, I like I like shit. going to like the Hudson News in the airport and buying a book. Oh my God. And yeah. Like a magazine or two. A magazine oh. or two. I'm like, let me just get there. Come on, let's do it. Oh, no. I'm like making friends. Okay, so I do want to say about this. The whole traveling thing, I understand, you know, but I don't particularly feel summoned, called to do traveling. I find that, but like on the flip side, I do physically move my home a lot. Um, mm, you do. A lot, a lot, because I'm looking for this perfect thing. I outgrow the space a lot. Um, but Derek define G I would like classify as a traveler, you know, like he's like been places would go more places. It's me. Who's like, mm, we have a kid now. What's the, what's the family trip or what's the, yeah. and that like, that's not like when we, when we travel, I want absolutely everything taken care of for me. I don't want to think about anything. If there's an itinerary, you planned it for me. Just let me know. I go like in total receive mode. Like, I don't even know that I'm, I'm sure yeah. me saying I want to, I don't want to, I want everybody to do everything for me is kind of manifestory, but I don't feel like I'm initiating. Like, I feel like I'm like, I'm in the hotel room. You guys are doing stuff. Cool. I'm, I'm not doing that one. I'm recovering now. What are we doing now? Okay. And I just like, like I will go and lay on a beach and that's all we're doing. Yeah. I like a plans itinerary. I don't need to go necessarily like we're going to check this out and that out and this out and that yeah, out. No. That's not what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, we're not doing that. But like a lot of people go and they want to really like immerse in the culture, let's say, of the place. And they want to, no, you know, I don't want to, I want to lay in a beach. Like if I'm traveling, I mean, I'm in rest mode. Like, you know, it's like right. a very, it's right. a very, it's a click. I'm eating well and resting well. I'm eating well, resting well and sleeping well. You're experiencing the ambiance and that's it. Yeah. I don't want to like go into the streets unless I'm going to a nice restaurant. No, like we go to Mexico and, and, um, Derek's family always wants like, let's get a house and let's get into it, go to the restaurants. And I'm like, uh, like, I doesn't really sound appealing to me. Yeah. I, I want to be totally pampered. Taken care of. Yes, yeah, exactly. I want the house. Oh yeah. God. Oh. He wants a house too. I'm like, I want the house. I want to like go by, go by the peanut butter that I like and have the same peanut butter on vacation. I'm like, Oh. Yeah, that's him too. Yeah. Airbnbs make me like cringe. Like the thought of like Airbnbs make me cringe. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I like it. It feels cozy to me. No, I like them for the concept. But if I, I'd rather be in a hotel. I understand. I, I look, 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 look. I lived in an apartment, like a, a, a Luke's apartment where there was staff fucking taking care of everything. And now I don't have that. I'm like, we're going right back to that voice. Like we need to be in the sky with staff <laughs> like that's what mom needs thank you and they're like hoxley now is like yeah i really miss the sky actually that's something i wanted to tell you um moving moving here i like the the, the surroundings more but the the home isn't it 
And mm-hmm. it's, it's one of the first times I'm feeling homesick for a place, not the city, but the, the tower that I lived in. Mm. Oh, Ugh, I missed the thing. Like, it's like a weird homesick feeling. And my kid brought it up and I was like, that's real. I feel that. You've described like a G center ache too over the oh. years. Oh yeah. I'm curious about, yeah. Cause that's just not something I experienced. <laughs> that's like, we're all like, I don't get head anxiety. I get like rattly chest. Like, mm. but yeah, G center ache is like a for real throb sometimes. Like, what does it, it want? Your- <clears throat> that's a good, that's a good question. Like probably like love something deep and shit, you know, but like, yeah, there's a way I feel in certain places. And so it's craving that feeling probably. Um, the thing about that environment that I really liked was that I was in the middle of everything. Like there were so many, there's business people walking around different cultures or so much activity going on, but I was literally up so up high that I was just watching it all happen and didn't have to participate in it, but I was in it. Like it's, it was so shores, you know, it was like, I, and I, they're doing that now and they're doing that. Look now that, cause we live next to this ballerina place. Now the ballerinas are practicing. Like it was just like bustling and yeah. And you know, and it wasn't all white people. Like it was like, yeah, there was like, it was, was there was a lot to watch. So much to watch. Yeah. And like my marble was everywhere, all the textures and the cement and the woods. And I just like the style too, I guess. (laughs) Like I'm very sensitive to like the things in the home, like textures and you know living in an ugly place would kill me like i would slowly i'm like uh, like i just i'm so sensitive to that libra yeah i mean yeah she's yeah. she's a libra as well i have my stillium in libra in my 11th house so that makes sense well that's cute yeah what is up with you lately i could turn the mic off for this but like you're you're looking some kind of way like i'm talking about you to everyone i'm like you see Sue brown what, what she's wearing denim her and blue i love and she's fucking glowing <laughs> subliminals 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 <laughs> that shit's real like i literally boxer people i'm like have you seen Sue brown today like it's a thing radiant glowing subliminals lovely is radiant glowing in your motherfucking subliminal? Because that is words I use to describe you. Yeah, that shit is in there. Like she is fucking glowing. That's cool, Jess yep. McKenna. That's cool. Yeah, thanks. Yay. Radiant. Look at that listener. Yay. Look at Rachel sitting there. Look at Rachel, like hugging her heart pillow. And I think because I am like, I'm over where I'm living. So I think that has a lot to do. Like I'm, I'm, I am ready to go. Yeah. yeah. You're that's huge. I am ready to go. Like, yeah, I even was like looking at my closet, like, okay, what should I just keep? Like, I'm literally like, Fun. okay. With just moving with my books, my makeup and a few clothes and then giving everything away and try or selling everything except in my electronics. She's free. She's free. And that's it. Yeah. Cause like, what's your next identity going to be? You got to yeah. like free right. out the space for that. Yeah. You don't have to know right. what it is. We're going to find out. AC, that's so fucking exciting. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm nervous, but I feel really good about it. I just feel like, cause I, I, I I've realized too, that 
because this whole Neptune line thing kind of like scared me. Like, because you read like I've read like all of these fucking people like, oh, my God, my Neptune line. I am drowning and blah, 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 this and the other. And it's so little. And I was like, let me look at these people. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're a psychic witch, though. Right. So, so I was like. And a Pisces. Yeah. She's <laughs> right. And I'm, a, and I'm a Pisces. And I've yeah. also been on the healing journey. Yeah. So all of the people who I was watching who have been affected really bad from the Neptune line, they are like in the beginning stages of their healing work, of their like self-awareness work. And I was just like, oh, wait, their journey doesn't apply to me. So chill out. Cause I was like super nervous. I was like, what the hell am I getting into? I'm moving to my Neptune line. I'm going to da, 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 da. And then I was just I'm going like, to be a witch. Right. I live I on just, my Neptune line. Oh, you do? I do. And I was also born on it in Chicago. And it's weird that it like Get goes all the way down here to Key West. So I've been, I've been in the murk for some time. So <laughs> little witchiness. we have to talk then because yeah. I didn't know anybody who like lived there who was, I mean, cause this one girl, I don't know why I like looked at her YouTubes. She was like borderline depressive but then she was like oh no but it's been really good and I was just like well then talk about the good part I mean I think it depends on what else is there so I have my son and my Mm -hmm. Mars here as well so I'm like energized and like oh you'll be good be ready to work you'll feel good my Jupiter Saturn are also like horizontally there Mm -hmm. so I have those influences I have Jupiter Saturn and I think my north node is also an influence so yeah, that's great. That's a lot of good energy. Yeah, you're gonna expand a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll have a baby and expand that way. Whoops, sorry, said it. Uh oh, manifesting. You know how that works. Yikes. I mean, well, there's a new there's a new baby in the in the family. My mom just got a new puppy. Oh, cute. <laughs> and that's the show today, everyone. You, me, we're in this together. Let's listen to each other. You're listening to each other, a human design centered podcast featuring an ensemble of energy types.